2: Quarks 96
0: FM and C103. The Arts House <laughs> Well, all the Sunday newspapers today will be full of stories about Sean Connery of course, and uh, we're revisiting some of the Bond themes this morning. That is of course from practically the first one, wasn't it? That's Dr. No which introduced that sort of iconic theme to us, and I guess it's time for me to chat to one of Cork's uh, Bond figures if you like, because there are many, many reasons I love talking to Alf McCarthy He has a treasure chest of stories from a lifetime in broadcasting his escapades on stage and in he'd film himself as an actor and I suppose generally his own divilment to be fair but he's one of the cast members for the very next Sunday songbook which will be broadcast from the everyman next Sunday the 8th of November and seeing as Alf McCarthy has made a few life changes himself this year well it was the perfect time to call him during the week Of all years to make a move to beautiful West Cork, could you have picked a better one slash worst one? But I mean, like in terms of the worst year we're all having, what a place to to be trapped,
1: huh? Well, I tell you, the sun was shining when I actually moved down here, and I'm here just over two months, so I'm in my third month, Uh, and I've always loved this part of the world. I moved to Ross Carbery, and where I am, I'm living up on a hill called Frahan, and it overlooks the bay. So i can't see it from my window but if i go in the green outside like i was there like maybe 10 minutes ago looking down the sun was shining on the water and i, I it just takes my breath away i have to say you know Good absolutely beautiful and you know that's the expression i used somebody asked me you know you moved and how do you feel about it and i said well i tell you it lifts my soul and it really does it puts a smile on my face and i'm saying home. Hey, well, a cock boy it's great <laughs>
0: <laughs> well back back down from dublin tick the box back down to Dublin, yeah. West Cork double tick the box so it's all yeah, good yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but the other side of it was I was here a week uh, actually the second week two days later after I came back down there was a guy standing outside my door and he says Al we're starting a men's shed do you want to join and I'm going I'm sure I'd never I couldn't hit a nail with a mallet in my day I have it, a hammer, you know uh, and I said well I have no skills you should. I said what it's about it's about meeting people and getting involved and yeah sure and instantly like I'm there a week close, and I know all my neighbours isn't that great which otherwise would have you know taken six months you know, you'd be nodding to somebody hello how are you you know that kind of thing so it's
0: fantastic. I think the men's shed movement nationally has been brilliant. And I mean, like the community projects that so many of them have been involved in are fantastic. But the number one Thing I think absolutely is a way for guys to just meet their neighbours because people are kind of yeah. so used to driving home late in the dark or gone in the morning, and there's all sorts of pressures. It's fantastic. So, you're like the Normans in Ross Carberry. So, now basically, is that it? <laughs> well, I Have you you know,
1: already, <laughs> I've been helping paint the walls inside the church. <laughs> I, I cannot believe I'm telling you all this.
0: No oh, good uh, man. But
1: also, the wife of one of the lads involved, Rita Hurleyhee she's filming um, an activity for Christmas time, and we've been filming that, but COVID is kind of put it all in hold so I'm a wise man as well Alfie of Arabia or Lauren Sabona
0: Hinchy you take your pick I love it (laughs) and of course you were one of the first people to really put skin in the game in terms of podcasting with your initial move from radio and it wouldn't surprise me that you're involved in filmmaking and that sort of thing now because like you know broadcasting and telling stories is completely you it's completely you and that's why you're just such a wonderful person now to be there at the podium leading the narration and the telling of the stories with the great sing-along songbook team and like you must just love that and the next story of course is Sinatra and I know you already had a, a televised, to all intents and purposes screening from the Theatre Royal in Waterford and I do know there were some Cork listeners tuned in for that but this coming Sunday, as in Sunday the 8th Today week is when they can tune in to the Everyman website and hear... You telling the story like literally right into their ear. And I mean, what a story. I mean like Frank Sinatra's life had it all. The heartache, the poverty, the ridiculous wealth, the shady dealings on the side, the women, the money, the casinos. <laughs> like I mean
1: like unreal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Frankie. Um he was a tough kid, you know. He he was he, he was born like in 1950, 1916, that kind of time. And he grew up in a, in Hoboken in New Jersey. And at that time, Hoboken was a real tough place. You know, it was docklands and it was like, there would have been saloons and the, like hookers and gangsters and like, so sure, that was the kind of milieu that he was in. Uh, and he once said that, you know, people walk around with like 10 inch lead pipes in their trousers and we're not talking about plumbers, you know, <laughs> it was like, it was that tough and rough. And his dad was from Sicily. And when he came to the States, he taught Frankie how to bot. So Frank Sinatra was a, like a, small little, lad, skinny little kid,
0: you know. Amazing, because he, he had been a massive baby, wasn't he? Something like 13 pounds or something like that when he was born.
1: Well, I, the, the, um, the midwife never rang me on that one, <laughs> so I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I must talk to a writer, Colin came to check that out, but it's probably true. <laughs> but he, he always had ambition. You know, he always wanted to get out of a and he wanted to, he really wanted to make his mark. And of all people, the big influence music-wise in him was Bing Crosby. As a young fellow, he was doing bits of jobs, and he was kind of keeping out of trouble and things like that. And he heard Bing Crosby on the radio, and then he said, I want to do that. And when you think like that later in life, they were together, you know, in high society, and you know, it's when mm-hmm. you see them singing Did You Ever, you know, it kind of, it has a special resonance with people now that they knew that Crosby was such an influence on. You know?
2: I have heard among this clan You are called a forgotten man Is that what they're saying? Well, did you ever? What a swell party this is And have you heard the story of A boy, a girl, unrequited love Sounds like pure soap opera I may cry Tune in tomorrow What a swell party this is What frail what? The
0: rapport between the two of them, like that's such an iconic musical movies number, isn't it?
1: Oh, it's fantastic. And it, I always get the feeling it was almost like a live, you know, obviously they pre-recorded the music, but there's a great live feel to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and when you see Sinatra perform, one of the things that the band leader Tommy Dorsey was attracted to was the fact that Frank, to look at he was a small, skinny little guy. But when he sang a song, he inhabited the song. And he became the character within the song. And when you think of the songs that he sang for years and years and years, but every time he sang it, it was a, it was a new performance. It was a new experience. And I, I think that was the magic of his talent, that he could do that, you know?
0: When you are telling the story, and you have Linda and Damien Smith singing, of course, Alan Carney on piano. Well, uh,
1: for, for this one, we have a slim down team. Normally, we'd have the, the backing band as well. But because of COVID and social distancing, we have had to shrink the team down to four people on stage. So I tell the story and and Damien and Alan do the singing. And of course, Alan Alan is also our musical director. But it's written and and directed by Taha McCabe, who has come up with a really cracking script. Michael Toomey, of course, God rest him, used to present the shows in the Everyman Theatre the Sunday nights in the Everyman with Linda and it had a different kind of formula but when I came on board then Kyle started writing more character parts for me to do and in this one I actually play a character called Myra who is a barman he talks about Mr. Sinatra he doesn't call him Frank. Oh, he doesn't call this. him Frankie you know so like uh, I, I remember him you know when he came in he ate a skinny little kid you know but the uh, we always had great time for Mr. Sinatra, and he tells the story in, the, in that vein. And also, as Myron, I tell the story that one night after Sinatra broke up with David Gardner, he came into the bar, and then I do the piece. I don't sing it because there are singers in the group you may have noticed, <laughs> but I, I, I interpret one for my baby, one more for the road, which is great. I love doing it, you know? It's great fun.
2: We're drinking, my friend to the end of a brief episode, make it one for my baby, and one more for the road.
0: Doing something like this for television and I know that would have been a fantastic experience for you in the Theatre Royal last week but doing it in an audio format just for audio broadcast that's a whole new thing isn't it because normally the great sing-along songbook audience is used to literally making eye contact with you making eye contact with Linda looking at Alan yeah. playing the piano and the costumes and Linda's dresses and all that sort of stuff is, it's it's so much part of the experience that people have as well presenting it like this will really bring it down to the weaving of the story, won't it?
1: It will, of course, yeah. Like, of all the mediums, I I love radio best, I have to say. I think it's going to be a little bit more intimate. What I can't figure out is how Linda's going to change her dresses on the radio. That's the (laughs) only thing I... Because normally the wardrobe, like, is staggering. So this is going to be interesting. How is she going to do that? I know. You know? (laughs)
0: listen it's been a pleasure talking to you we just have to stop talking unless we're going to have any chance to, to play any piece from Sinatra from the man himself literally his life is just a treasure trove of stories and anecdotes and like I said the colour that's there, the heartbreak that's there, the highs and the lows to be bringing it right into people's sitting rooms and kitchens wherever they're listening next week would be fantastic I'm going to lead people through the login details now because for a lot of the great sing-along songbook audience, this will be a brand new experience, trying to do something like this online via the, the Everman website it's not like specifically just logging into YouTube or something so I want to give people the week to have a chance to test it out and try it out and get it done in plenty time. So we're going to do that next, but first, here's the man himself.
2: Kids got guts. Have a nice time. Grab a line. Have you heard that Mimsy star? Oh, but now. She got pinched in the Astor her bar. Sauced again, and. Eh? She was stoned. Well, did you ever? Never. What a swell, swell party, this party this is! <laughs> It's great Oh, it's great It's grand So grand It's Underland La-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la da dum bum la 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 We sing We sing So rare So rare Like old cabin bear Like ba-ba don't dig that kind of crooning chum. You must be one of the newer fellas. Have you heard it's in the stars? Next July we collide with Mars. Well, did you ever? What a swell party, a swell party, a swelling, elegant party. This
0: who doesn't love Sinatra. And you know what? That scene is just classic. You can watch that, of course, on YouTube at any stage if you want to revisit uh, that particular duet in high society. But if you want to be part of the whole Frank Sinatra story next Sunday night, that's the 8th of November, then... My advice to you is get it done during the week. Buy the ticket during the week and then it'll all be set up, particularly if you're buying the ticket for somebody who doesn't have a credit card or a debit card to go putting it in or somebody who's never bought something like this online and might be a bit anxious about it and too panicked about doing it next Sunday. Do it during the week and then you have your code all ready to go for next Sunday. So what you do is you go on the Everman website and you click on the show that you want. You scroll down to where it says buy tickets and you have your card details ready you put in the details click continue and you might have to keep clicking the word continue and then the code comes in your email and I know there would be a big section of people for whom an email isn't something they have maybe if it's an older person who loves going to the Everman Sunday songbook but doesn't have an email in order to access it so why don't you do it during the week for them so that you'll have the code and give it to them then so on the night they go to the Everman website click on the show they want put the code in And the concert is going to play. So, um, it will take a little bit of time for you to do that for somebody who wouldn't be familiar with buying or tech online. But what a lovely thing and an act of kindness to do something like that for them this week. Cork's 96 FM and C103. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes Cork. Fresh, flowery and full of taste. It's at the root of what we do.